Hello and welcome to Cape Ludum with Draconic Chipmunk, a show for people who just want to grab some games and have some fun. So, this episode I thought we'd break form a little bit and talk about board games because I love board games and today I'm recommending four print and play games you can go and get. You will need to print these out. There are there is some assembly involved with these, but they're worth it. And the games I'm recommending today are Bargain Basement Bathysphere, Button Men, Cagway Bay, and Inhuman Conditions. Now, before we get into the actual recommendations, it mu- it should be noted that all of these games are games you can play without printing out, without any additional accessories even, but you have to put in a little bit of legwork for that. The simplest way to play these is just print them off and uh, go a few rounds with them. Some of them also require dice. Now, again, if you're not someone who plays board games frequently, you might not have a lot of dice lying around. There's even some that require multi-sided dice, dice with like 12 sides or 20 sides. If you don't have them, there's two things you can do. One, you can print off templates and cut them up and make them yourself, which is a fun experience. That's how I played tabletop RPGs for a lot of my life. Or you could roll the dice on Google. It's a perfectly serviceable option. I've done it quite a few times and it's still pretty fun. So don't stress if you if you hear the games and you hear me talk about multi-sided dice and you think of oh how am i going to get these it shouldn't be that hard just uh, just ask google to roll a d12 and it'll roll a 12-sided dice for you so the first game i'm recommending today is bargain basement bathysphere it's an insane sounding name and the game itself is one of the most innovative experiences you'll have essentially you print off a bunch of sheets and each sheet has one round of the game so as to speak overall it's like a legacy system where each round you play builds on the last not in a direct way but you're building like this overarching story that gets slowly fleshed out with mini games in the middle in places and it's really fun it's really well designed it's really fun the basic premise is simple you are controlling a diver in a bathysphere. A bathysphere is like this spherical container ship thing. And you decide how deep towards the ocean floor you want to go before you come back up. The deeper you go, the better the reward. And the ultimate goal is to touch the ocean floor and come back. Usually though, that's not really uh, possible. You roll a bunch of dice and they determine your movement. And it's a game of, as I said, risk and reward. You risk how deep you're going because you might not be able to come back. and But the deeper you go, the more the reward. And usually at the end of a round of Bargain Basement Bathysphere, one of three things happens. More frequently than not, either you will uh, realize you've taken too much risk and you can't return to the surface and you will groan and cry in pain and say, oh, next time I'm going to not be so risky. Or you will have taken not enough risk and you'll come back to the surface realizing, oh wait, I could have gone significantly deeper. My God, next time I will take more risks. These are the two things that will happen most regularly. If you're really lucky, sometimes you'll have a third thing happen, which is you'll come back to the surface, 
just in the nick of time and it'll be perfect and you will feel this sense of catharsis and joy and you will feel like a superhero for being able to predict all that and it is amazing and that's pretty much it now before you get into it uh, what do you need for it simple you print off a sheet bunch of sheets of paper and you need a bunch of six sided dice you can obviously use uh, apps or the internet to roll these dice if you don't have physical dice but physical dice is preferable because of the number you need one thing which you do need to know going into this is that board games are usually based around more of a social contract so as to speak in that you agree to follow the rules and because there's a bunch of people playing you keep each other in check now bargain basement bathysphere is a single player game you play by yourself that means there's nobody stopping you from just cheating from just saying oh no it's not a 5 it's a 6 and yeah i've won don't do that it will take all the fun out of it there's moments in the game where the game will ask you for certain things like for example there's one uh, adventure where it'll say oh you have 4 health but if you want 5 health you can post this on social media don't take 5 health without posting something on social media it the game relies on you being able to trust yourself uh, in that moment you might feel like oh it doesn't really matter but over time it will build into a game that is absolutely unplayable and no fun whatsoever take the losses as they come take the victories as they come be honest with yourself and with the game but that's about it as long as you can maintain that spirit of the game you'll have an amazing time with this Now the second and third games I'm recommending today are Buttonman and Kagway Bay. Both of these games have been developed by Cheapass Games. Now Cheapass Games has a website of incredible free games you can download and play. There's quite a number there and there's a few which I haven't even had the chance to try out yet. But all in all, these are the two which have ended up being my favorite. Uh for for different reasons and I think I'll go into them for a bit. However, if you don't like the sound of either of these, you should still go check out the website. Um you might find something there which fits your idea of flavor and theme. So, let's start with Buttonman. Buttonman has two immaculate pieces that come together. One a very simple, very well-designed mechanic which is super subtle, super easy to get into. Essentially you take a character and the character has a bunch of dice and you roll these dice and you use these dice that you've rolled to attack the enemy. Now there's two kinds of attack either you take a dice which has a higher number than the enemy and use it or you take a dice which two dice or three dice which add up to the number you're trying to get and take it. So for example if you're trying to take an enemy dice which has the number 12 on it you will either use your dice which has a number 13 on it or you will use your dice 6 and 6 which adds up to 12 you need dice of a variety of sizes obviously six sided four sided 10 sided 12 sided eight sided 20 sided and a coin for a two sided but the fact is um well you can always use google to roll these again every time you use your dice to capture you reroll them these rules are better explained in the actual rule book but the core idea is this if your character has a lot of large numbers on their dice like large numbered dice like 20 sided or 10 sided dice you have an advantage in terms of attacking and capturing the enemy because you're more likely to roll a higher number but the catch is if your dice gets captured the enemy wins the maximum number on that dice in points 
So if you lose a 20-sided dice to the enemy because you've rolled really badly, you lose 20 points. You give them 20 points. And that makes this cool balancing act where you want the low number of dice on your side because losing them is not that big a pain. But also that makes it near impossible for you to win because if you only have four-sided dice, you will never capture anything. Um, Button Man also has a second factor which makes it really interesting, which is the flavor text. I won't go into it. The artwork deserves to be witnessed on its own and the text read with the artwork. But trust me, it is beautiful the way it has been written and drawn. And the artwork is amazing. And that, that makes it just an incredible, intense experience. Uh, anyone will tell you that the design of a board game adds a lot to the experience of enjoying it. And a strong, simple mechanic combined with cool flavor text gives you just this awesome experience. Now, that is in contrast to Kagwe Bay which is significantly more complex for people who might be into board games slightly more. And it's currently going beta testing, so it isn't even the final version. Kagwe Bay is about controlling a bunch of ships. And you use these ships to wage war on each other. There is no board. You get like a table. You put your ships on the table as miniatures. And then you move them around using like these rulers. And then you have wind, which you have to factor for. So depending on which direction your ship is facing, you can go further or less further. And uh, it makes for this complex wargaming-like experience. If you've played Star Wars uh, X-Wings, you'll know kind of what I'm talking about. But the idea is that you're controlling these ships, you can move anywhere, you can shoot anywhere, you measure range and everything. So it becomes slightly more complex. Now, there's a lot of mechanics to keep track of within it, different kinds of bullets, different kinds of armor, different kinds of shooting. And it just becomes... It's, it's slightly more complex because there's a lot of moving parts to keep track of. And it's absolutely amazing. It will be this intense, powerful experience. And it takes a few rounds to get into it. But once you're into it, you will never want to leave. It is really, really good. However, it is slightly rules heavy. Which means if you're planning on trying this out, then be warned, it'll take you a while to get used to all the rules and mechanics you're playing with. If you're an experienced board gamer, it'll be slightly easier for you to get into it, but I don't want to deter anybody new from trying it out. Both of these games are really fun. If you just want something to have a fun time with and like just get into very quickly, uh, Button Man is probably for you. Kagwe Bay is more if you want to invest more time into your games. Again, I highly encourage you to go Look at the other games on the Cheap Ass Games website. There's some really good ones, including some about witch trials and some about killing a person who is almost unkillable and all that jazz. Uh, check them out. See if there's something else that catches your eye. Maybe that will be more for you. But these two are my favorites. And finally, we come to what is currently my favorite print and play game in human conditions. It's by the same guys who developed Secret Hitler. And if you've never heard of Secret Hitler or never played Secret Hitler, that's also a free print and play game, which is really, really good. But I wanted to focus in on Inhuman Conditions because of how amazing it is. It is very different from anything else you have ever experienced. The basic premise is that one of you is an investigator and one of you is a suspect, and you're going to have a five minute conversation. That's it. Each game of this, uh, or each round of Inhuman Conditions lasts 
five minutes. And how it works is you get a theme or a play set. And the first one I think is small talk. So you just have to make small talk for five minutes. The suspect takes a character, somebody like, you know, uh, a farmer or a butcher. And he talks for five minutes. As he's talking for five minutes, the investigator is trying to figure out whether the suspect is a human or a robot. Now, the suspect has a hidden card which he has on which it's mentioned. He's either a human, a patient robot or a violent robot. The human just has to be normal. The patient robot has to pretend to be normal while fulfilling a certain characteristic. So in one of my games, the patient robot had to pretend to be human, but he couldn't mention anybody who was family. He had to mention either enemies or people who were strangers. So the patient robot struggled because the investigator kept asking questions about family and he couldn't do anything. The patient robot can break this rule, but then he has to complete a penalty which is on the table and everyone knows what the penalty is. So if the investigator sees you doing the penalty, the investigator can just call you out. Finally, if the violent robot has to complete a certain set of things, and uh, they're usually very weird, but if he does manage to complete them, he can just kill the investigator. The robots have to get away, the human has to not be marked as a robot, and the investigator has to correctly figure out whether the other person is a human or a robot. I'm trying to simplify the rules down a little bit. It's, it's really hard to do that in like podcast format. But hopefully you get a gist of how it's like verbal jujitsu, where you're trying to talk while trying to avoid certain topics and the investigator keeps asking you questions. Um, your robot penalties, I mean, your robot conditions are, are uh, unique to this playset you're playing with. So the idea that you can't mention your family is only present with the small talk thing, while others will have other things present with them. And I think... Overall, it makes for this really incredible, intense experience. Uh, we busted it out one night with my friends. There is some assembly involved, but there is like even a streamer version, um, which you can play over Discord with your friends, uh, with its own adapted remote play training ma manual and field guide. And you just get into it really quickly. It's like this mix of role playing and board gaming, which I did not think I would ever see, but it exists. And I was so excited for you to try it out. Um, and I don't want to spoil any more cards because that's the fun of it. The fun of this game is that you go in blind. You don't know what, penal what, what conditions the robot has. You don't know what they're supposed to do and what they're not supposed to do. You're trying to see if there's any unusual ticks in their speech. Um, but you're not sure because, you know, as the investigator, you just, you don't know. And... Um, so you're trying to figure, and it's it's great fun with friends because you know how they normally talk, but now you're saying, hmm, do they normally say stuff like that? Is that something they usually do? Or is that something they're doing to chip me up? Because they are a robot and they need to do it so that they can kill me. And there's a lot of flavor behind it as well. You get like these forms which are beautifully designed and uh, you can stamp them. You can, you have to write an apology letter if you accidentally kill a human. And it just makes for this rich experience. Shut Up and Sit Down did an episode on Inhuman Conditions not very long ago. That's when I first found out about it. And if you're looking for more convincing to go play the game, check that episode out. They go into much more depth with the rules and the flavor behind it. Uh, it's one of my favorite games right now. It's my favorite print and play game right now. Uh, I, I hope you'll give it a try.
And those are the four recommendations for this episode. Bargain Basement Bathysphere, Button Men, Kagwe Bay, and Inhuman Conditions. As always, links to all these games will be on the website, draconicchipmunk.wordpress.com slash podcast. So what are you waiting for? Get out there and play some games. If you enjoyed this, don't forget to hit subscribe wherever you're getting your podcasts. This is Draconic Chipmunk, beaming out.